We're standing outside 15 Usher's Island, the house in which James Joyce set his story, The Dead. It's no longer an island, although it once was, and the Kamak River, which made it an island centuries ago, still enters the River Liffey near the house. The house described by Joyce as dark and gaunt is today a lonely remnant of Joyce's Dublin. It was restored by its owner and Joyce enthusiast Brendan Kilty in 2004, and the supper party from the dead has frequently been restaged there, accompanied by Noel O'Grady's rendition of The Lass of Ockram. If you'll be the last of Ockram, as I'm taking you mean to be. The house dates from 1775, not long after Arthur Guinness had signed a 9,000 year lease on his brewery at James's Gate nearby. At the time the dead is set, January the 6th, 1904, Guinnesses would have employed two and a half thousand people. The bridge directly facing 15 Usher's Island is the James Joyce Bridge, with its white cantilever shell shape. It was designed by Spanish architect Santiago Calatrava and opened on Bloomsday, June the 16th, 2003. It's an example of how modern Dublin remembers Joyce. Walking across the bridge, we can see many of the features that are woven into the dead the Wellington Monument beyond at the Phoenix Park, and looking towards the city we see the four courts. Con Curran, Joyce's lifelong friend, remarked of Joyce that his memory was a map of the town. From the James Joyce Bridge you can look along the river's southern bank and see Victoria Quay and the low reddish-brown wall that marks the northern boundary of the brewery. This wall dates from 1873, about the time, the story tells us, that Gabriel's aunts moved to 15 Usher's Island from Stonybatter. The story tells us the Morkin sisters rent the upper rooms from the corn merchant Fulham, and Tom's street directory shows that a corn merchant called Smith did indeed own the house in 1904. Joyce's own great-aunts, Ellen Callan and Julia Lyons, once lived there. It was a place he knew well from childhood, when his father, John Joyce, was the one to carve the goose and make the after-dinner speeches. <laughs> Directly across the river from the brewery is Wolf Tone Quay. There, in a green space behind a line of trees, is the Croppies Acre, a memorial to those killed in the 1798 rising of the United Irishmen against British rule in Ireland. The remains of some executed rebels are reputedly buried there. Joyce knew and performed The Croppy Boy, a song commemorating the failed rebellion, and the memory of 1798 haunts the dead as one in a long history of failed risings. And the songs they sang was old Ireland free. Joyce himself thought of the dead as a ghost story, and the ghosts of 1798 are amongst the many he summons. Moving eastwards along Usher's Island, we follow Gabriel and Greta Conroy as they walk away from the Morkins' party through the snow in search of a horse and cab. At the first bridge, we can look up Bridgefoot Street to see the squat, square-topped spire of St Catherine's Church, outside which Robert Emmett, United Irishman and leader of the failed rising of 1803, was executed. Further east, 
we passed the forecourts, sitting on the opposite bank beneath a domed copper-green roof. Designed by James Gandon and built between 1786 and 1802, the forecourts and its neoclassical Georgian style is a landmark in the eastward shift of Dublin's centre of power through the late 18th century, away from the medieval city of the Liberties. When the construction of the forecourts began, the Irish Parliament was based in College Green, but by 1802 power had moved further east, with Ireland ruled directly from London. As Gabriel and Greta travelled along the quays, they passed Aston Quay and Bachelor's Walk, once home to the bookshops that Gabriel mentions, Webb's, Hickey's, O'Tlohesey's and Massey's. Before turning to cross the river, we can look south down Westmoreland Street towards College Green, where the statue of King Billy stood, and we remember the story of Gabriel's grandfather, Patrick Morkan, and his horse, who circled the statue in Joyce's reference to the repetitive, even paralysed nature of Irish history. There, too, is the front of Trinity College, and beside it the statue of Thomas Moore, whose song, O Ye Dead, may have inspired the title of Joyce's story. Just to the east of Trinity were the Theatre Royal and ancient concert rooms. To the south, the Gaiety still stands. Music and the stories of Dublin's concert halls echo through the dead, from Italian opera to traditional folk songs like the Lass of Ockram. To the east is the railway line linking the city to Monkstown, the affluent suburb where the Conroys live. But crossing the river we head for the Gresham Hotel, the final location in the dead, and pass one of the key historic figures in the story, the statue of Daniel O'Connell, the Emancipator. O'Connell secured the right for Catholics to sit in the Westminster Parliament in 1829. Gabriel, the educated, upwardly mobile, middle-class Catholic, greets Dan as they pass by, and we head up O'Connell Street, then Sackville Street, to the Gresham on the right-hand side, past the GPO on the left, the site of the 1916 revolution. In the Gresham Hotel, the gas has failed and the lights are out. Gabriel is at first content in the dark, but the tensions between British and Irish, East and West, are played out in the bedroom and in the unravelling of Gabriel and Greta's relationship. When he hears of the young man, Michael Fury, who loved her and, as Greta says, died for her in her youth in Galway, Gabriel comes to realise he is a stranger to his wife. Feeling himself a pathetic figure, he watches from the hotel window the snow falling on all the living and the dead. The Gresham Hotel survived the turmoil of 1916, but became the scene of an open battle near the close of the Civil War, and was itself destroyed in July 1922. Today's hotel has little of 1904 left, little except the wine cellar which runs beneath O'Connell Street, and which probably contains its own secrets and stories, along with its collection of fine wines and champagne. <laughs> 